season two, episode three of the All Things Sporting Podcast. The gang is all back together. It's been a little bit. Uh, how are we doing, boys? How are we doing today? Good to be back. It's been a while. We thought the podcast was over, but we are back in action. Feels like Matt retired like years ago. Well, he's not, and he's here. But even better, we have our guest coming back for the second time. It's our first ATS podcast to come back twice, or to come back once, to be on the pod twice. Johnny Hodges, fresh off a fucking dub over Oklahoma. How are we feeling, Johnny? Feeling good. I think uh, we're feeling even better knowing I'm the first uh, two-time guest. Just what an honor. What an honor. Hey, yeah, dude, fuck the win, you know? It's bigger than there. <laughs> that could be his biggest <laughs> athletic feat right there. The the two-time podcast uh, interviewer. Definitely one of them. It's up there. That's crazy. So tell us a little bit about how the season's going so far for you and, you know, maybe a preview into this week's college game day game against Kansas. Yeah, so uh, touching on the season, I think it's just kind of for me and the team, we're just kind of going like uh, up like a little ladder almost, just playing uh, better and better teams each week. I think our schedule was really nice. We started with like a really easy team. Colorado wasn't very good, but I mean, the environment was like real hostile. So it gave us like a road test, even though they're awful. Uh, then we got like basically a bye week. We played the FCS school and then uh, played SMU, who's pretty good. Like real good American conference, have really good quarterback and receiver. So we got up on them and kind of let them back in the game. So we're really focusing on just finishing teams uh, leading up to OU. And then we played them, and uh, I think they were a little overrated too. I mean, if you think about it, they, they lost to Kansas State. He's a good football team. But other than that, they hadn't really beaten anyone. They just played Nebraska, who's not that good, and a couple smaller schools. Um, and then, yeah, we're just playing like a real good team. I mean, I think they're really well coached. Uh, they're, they know what they have, and they run uh, an offense. Like, they want to control the ball. They want to move it slowly, methodically, uh, run the ball, and then just kind of sneak out with wins. They're doing a great job doing that. I mean, they're really well coached, play really gritty, all that stuff. But uh, it's going to be electric there this weekend, like with college game day and stuff. Um, all the boys are pumped, so. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just had another question real quick. I just wanted to point out, you led the team, you currently lead the team in tackles. And you committed a couple of years ago as a Navy lacrosse player. Did you ever think that this would be you now? Because I know we believed in you, but like for you yourself, isn't that pretty, like it's pretty crazy to think about, no? Yeah, just the the confidence roller coaster is definitely something that uh, I really needed to work on. And I did not think I'd ever be here. Uh, committed to lacrosse at Navy. Didn't really get any football offers, even though I was like good at football in high school. I had Army and uh, UPenn. And Rice, so I wasn't going to go to any of those schools for football because neither of them, I didn't think any of them were that good. Uh, I didn't think Navy was that good at football either, but since I was there, I was like, you know what, I miss football. Let me just walk on the team. And then uh, things happened. I entered the portal and I got lucky with this offer. I didn't really have anything in the portal either. And then uh, once I got here, I don't know what it was, but my confidence kind of shot through the roof and everything's been going really well. Love that. Anyone else have any questions for Johnny? Yeah, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask about the transfer portal, but you said there wasn't much uh, activity besides TCU. Yeah, well, uh, that was a crazy thing because I'm not going to get into it too much. But I just, me and my coaches didn't really see eye to eye at Navy, and uh, I entered the portal with like four games left in the season. So I entered the portal. I'd only had like 50 tackles on the year. I'd only started in like three or four games. So if you do the math, like three or four starts with 50 tackles is like insane, but it said I had nine games played. So being in a small conference from a small school and averaging like five tackles a game, isn't that good. But if you average like four starts, 50 tackles, that's a double digit tackles every game. Um, but anyway, so I get in the portal and I'm just like, when I first got in there, I was talking to Northwestern a little bit. Uh, coach Kelly, the QO coach, he kind of hooked me up there. And then that just kind of fell through out of nowhere. And then uh, I was literally just like emailing. I'd, I'd Google uh, – sorry, I'm turning off my fan. I'm fucking freezing in here. Uh, I'd Google like coaches' emails online and just email them every single day. And then I never heard back. And then uh, one day, literally out of the blue, like the TCU coach called me. He just left SMU. And uh, I, I was like, I had 15 tackles that game. So I balled out. And uh, he's like, yeah, we're giving you a spot. Let me know if you want to commit. And I was like, 
let me talk to my family, blah, blah, blah. Knowing like that's where I was going because I had nothing else. So called him back like a couple hours later. I'm like, yeah, like, I guess I'm, I'm going to come. He's like, okay, you want to come on a visit? And I'm like, nah, just showed up here in January, committed right around Christmas, showed up like January 10th. So it was definitely crazy time. That's unreal. I'm kind of curious. What's like the biggest play style difference between the AAC and Big 12? I know it's only been one game so far, but like, is there anything you've noticed in like film or just like from that one game that sticks out to you and the differences? Well, yeah, definitely that one game. But then just being here, like it was nice. I got here in the spring. So just working out and running around with the guys, it's just a speed difference. Like offensive lines are just bigger and more aggressive. Um, and then all around the speed's different. But the American, I mean, that's a that's a tough conference. It's kind of like the Sun Belt. Like you always see teams in the American just going into power five schools and beating them at the beginning of the year. Um, and then, like, I got lucky. We played Cincinnati. We played Notre Dame. We played Houston when they were ranked, SMU when they were ranked. So uh, definitely played, like, good competition, just not as good as now. But the big thing's just speed, and, uh, a little more aggression. Like, the kids are just a little bit more aggressive. Adding on to that Navy thing, the Navy topic, um, Navy's obviously one of the few teams that still just is strictly triple option. Um, and you guys probably throw the ball maybe five times a game. Is that frustrating for the players? Like, is that is that brutal to watch as a defensive guy, like, watching the sideline? Well, when it works, it works. I remember 2019, I think Navy was really good. So, that was your guys' sophomore year of college. They won, like, 11 games. They had an unreal quarterback. He played in the NFL for a couple of years. I wasn't on the team that I was playing lacrosse. So I'm sure that year, like, as a defense, they were like, this is awesome because – you possess the clock. You don't have to play that much defense. And when you get on the field, the offense is out of rhythm, the other team's offense. So you kind of just blitz it up, catch them off guard in and out and you win. But uh, it was definitely frustrating. Like we went two or three and nine my sophomore year. And then we went four and nine last year or four and eight. And it was just like a lot of times you feel like you were doing really well on defense and then you would lose games like, 14 7 and you're playing much better competition just being so close was definitely uh definitely hurt but um at the end of the day it's like a team sport so you can always point at yourself for things but uh it was definitely it was definitely tough but kansas they actually run in a triple this week so we'll uh we'll see how that goes they run a little bit of it yeah johnny um i saw you got hurt in that game against uh oklahoma you didn't you didn't sit out for too long you're right back in there how are you feeling for this game on kansas you doing any like prep like getting your body ready or are you just ready to go yeah of course doing a bunch of doing a bunch of prep I just uh I thought I broke my collarbone in the game and that's what the coaches were saying and then I got an x-ray and it was just like a AC joint sprain so with that it just hurts all the time but you can get a shot so I got a uh cortisone shot the pain went away was able to play and then it's just sore now but I'll be able to get another quarter zone shot for this game. Be good to go. But uh, yeah, this week definitely like ton of rehab. I can't do a ton of stuff at practice. Just kind of locking in mentally, being like trying to be like a professional because that's how they do it. They don't really hit or do drills at practice. They're just mentally locked in because their bodies are so banged up. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm gonna get the shot and then the boy will be good to go. All right, I got one more question for you, and we'll let you go. What are the goals for TCU long-term? Have they changed? Is anything more realistic now? Um, I think I think they stay the same. So as a team, like, not just talking about, like, trophies and stuff, we just want to keep getting better every week. Um, I think our main goal every week is to be the more physical team, the team that wants to be there the most, and the fastest team. We want to show we run to the ball. And I think so far this season we've done that. Um, if we do that every week, we're going to be a tough, tough group to beat. Uh, and get more into like accolades, stuff like that. Like we obviously want to win the big 12. Um, we haven't done that since like 2014 or 15 um, when Boykin and all those guys were here. Um, get that, get a chance at the playoffs, get a big, big new year's six bowl. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the overall goal, obviously. Uh, but right now just getting better every week, doing the things we control, running the ball, playing hard, playing energetic. Uh, and then, we control our own destiny right now, which is nice. Love that. Well, we're all rooting for you. You're doing big things, bigger than anyone we know. And best of luck to you going forward, man. Hopefully we'll have you on for a third time. 
I yeah, dude, season three, season three. Hopefully, I get invited back. It'll be, uh, it'll be lit. For if sure. you get a third, if you get a third entry on here, they might, you might be a top ten pick in the draft. Dude, I think that's the only logical explanation. Like, I, I think I just have to keep. The last time I came on here, like I just keep getting a little bit bigger, so I just want to keep coming on here. It's like good, good, ju- good juju. Love Imagine what the scouts would say then. I know it's craziness, craziness. It's All giving right, me. It's giving me Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show vibes. That, that's all. Oh, literally, literally the same. Thing. I like that. I like that's that. That's where, that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. All right, John, take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, Johnny, good luck against Kansas. We'll be watching. Thank you, guys. See ya. All right, so that was John Hodges. Let's get right into the NFL. I don't know how we haven't talked about the NFL yet. So much has happened. Uh, fantasy is weird this year. The NFL is a little weird this year. So let's just start it. Let's start off with maybe the biggest surprise with the NFL team wise. Which team has shocked us the most uh, in general? I mean, I don't mean to shock Jack with this one, but it's definitely the Eagles. Um, I was wrong on that. I was definitely wrong on this call. Um, They just look good top to bottom. Um, You look at, that offense, look at the defense. There's really no gaps, honestly. A.J. Brown came in there, and he's pretty much game-changing for that offense. Devontae Smith's opened up over the field because A.J. draws so much attention. Um, Miles Sanders is running hard. Jalen looks great. It's hard to talk bad about the Eagles, honestly. I hate to I hate to say that, but it's just the truth. i got to say, for me, it's – I know how much the AFC West was hyped up, and – it's only been four games, but the Raiders being one and three and Broncos look two and two, but they look awful. I, their offense is horrible, at least. Their Broncos defense is carrying them, but they, they need to figure it out. Maybe it's just a chemistry thing, but they look horrible. Yeah, another, another really big shock to me this week, or just in general this season, is the Colts. I mean, Indianapolis looks absolutely awful. Now, they do have a big game in a couple of days against Denver, and I think there's a potential that they can win that game however Jonathan Taylor just got banged up and he's never been hurt so if they don't get him back and healthy for Thursday I mean you could see a one and four Colts team which that that sounds crazy to say I will say this though I I'm a bit more confident in the Colts than I am a team like the Broncos uh I know Shaq Leonard hasn't he plays first game back and he's obviously not 100 percent but Pittman was out they're still figuring everything out new quarterback too I don't want to give Matt Ryan the benefit of the doubt over Russell Wilson. I think they're still putting everything together and they'll be fine. They always struggle in the division. So I like, I like all the positivity Bale was saying about the Eagles, but this is no surprise. If you look at the roster from top to bottom, the only question mark going into this season was you could say Jalen Hurts was unproven. Wasn't great with his progressions last year. Didn't stay in the pocket. But if you look at that roster, I can't I can't point out a position where they're weak. They've won games by rushing for 210 yards. Jalen threw for over 300 yards and tore apart the Vikings secondary. Um, the defense has been locked down. That team's the most complete team in the NFC. But my biggest shock is how weak the NFC has been. Outside of the Eagles, I can't even tell you the clear-cut second team in there in that conference. The Bucs have looked very drowsy, offensively especially. The Packers' passing game is like not, – Not two nights ago, 31 points. I mean, they were playing from behind the entire game. They didn't even score a touchdown against the Packers, I believe. The, but, offense, um, looked, the offense looked good all game. They had a couple turnovers that kind of screwed up that, that game script. but And that defense obviously got lit up. I don't mean to cut you off, but I think I think Tampa's gonna gonna make some noise this year. That defense is too good to not. Yeah, and, white noise. Yeah, I mean Tampa. Tampa had a nice zero touchdown game against Green Bay, but just top to bottom, the NFC is just so weak. The Rams look awful. The Niners looked good the other night, but against the Broncos, that offense, I mean, struggled. Jimmy G is still a question mark. Um, the AFC is just clearly superior this year, but that's been my surprise. I agree. I agree. I think it's been a really weird year. Um, I'd say the most surprising team, you know, obviously Tua went down. We don't know what's going on with the Dolphins, but we all knew there were a 
couple question marks. They had the talent, they had the speed, but they look good. And if Tua is healthy, which he probably won't be for a little bit, but if he is healthy, they, in my opinion, are a contender. They're so fast. Every position on offense, they're so fast. They're so good. So I think they really stood out to me. But also, no one's really talking. Like, people are talking about it, but Cowboys are 3-1 and one because of Cooper Rush. That's pretty shocking. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Dak comes back, especially if he starts losing. So I'd say those two are my surprising teams. Slavity? Yeah, uh, Slot, you can go. Just oh, yeah, go ahead. You can go again. Yeah, man. The only thing I want to say, going back to Jack's point, is I think this is week four. And let's not take these takes out of proportion. Like, there's another, what, 13 games of the season left. I think Tampa and you're going to see Green Bay make serious runs at a Super Bowl this year. No matter what you guys want to say, defense wins championships in this league. And those two defenses, yes, Tampa got exposed last night. Those are really legit defenses and come down playoff time. I, I think that that's, those are two tough teams to really get by. And it might not have shown yet through week four, but I think as the season progresses, you're going to see that those two teams are still the alphas of the NFC. Yeah. The Bucks did manage to hold them under 50. So that was very impressive. That defense. It was yeah, a Chiefs. Held, I will, I will say it was Mahomes, but they also <laughs> held in the Super Bowl. They didn't give up a touchdown till week three, Tampa Bay. I just think we're taking these takes way out of proportion. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. He's proving that he's just literally unstoppable. Him and Josh Allen are just on a different pillar compared to everyone in the entire league. So I don't think you can judge that defense off that game, to be honest. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're not letting up a lot of points, but they're two and two. And they haven't looked phenomenal on either side of the ball, really. So I get what you're saying, but based off of right now, they're just average. I mean, and I get I, that. I, really, I get I really the conversation, but at that point, like, you know, we, we may as well be talking about how like the chargers are going to be okay. Like it's like right now, like they're not looking that good. Looking I mean, good. Brady pretty much did what he wanted. And Sunday night on offense, he literally had one turnover with the fumble, and then the opening kickoff was fumbled. But like Jack said, they're playing behind the whole game. Yeah, those two plays were the reason. Every other drive, they were pretty much scoring. See, people take these takes out of proportion. If you watch the game, they fumbled the opening kickoff. That was an automatic touchdown for Kansas City. And then they were about to score, and Tom Brady got stripped on – whatever. They He got stacked, stripped. Brady's getting a divorce. I think we should move on. Yeah, <laughs> like he's moving on. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, he's moving on from Giselle. We should move on from the from this take. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what Matt has to say. I'm who is uh, Tom? Matt, Tom, I guess. I mean, there's not much left. I mean, you guys took it all away. So, I mean, most stuff you guys said, I pretty much agree with. My biggest disappointment, I guess you could say, this season for me has been the Colts. I mean, Bale said all the reasons already. I mean, to the Texans, to the was it? They lost to the Jaguars, twenty-four nothing. I see. I mean, I had this team going pretty far and easily win the division before the season started. I thought that they had that AFC South unlock. Um, but, I mean, as far as that roster, they have by far the best roster in that division. They have an unbelievable line. They have Taylor. They have great receiving threats, great defense. I just think Matt Ryan is horrendous. I don't know what you guys think about Matt Ryan, but I think he is a bottom 10 QB in this league right now. I think it's, this team goes as far as he goes. So, until he figures it out, they're going to have a lot of problems. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Colts are definitely the most shocking and uh, surprising to me. I will say this. They're only one game back. No, no Yeah, the division sucks. No Matt Ryan should be all to blame. He's, he's, he's horrible. Again, I just want to say it's week four. Let's not get these takes out of proportion. I think they're going to probably win on Thursday night. I, I hope they do. I, I, I'm strong on that team, but it's all in Matt Ryan's hands. He's, he's looking very bad right now. Yeah. There's all no right. He is, he is looking bad. Um. All right, so a topic that I think we've debated about before, which I think would be interesting to talk about right now, the Detroit Lions, um, you know, I think we're kind of split in half. You know, half of us think they're a good team slash potentially a playoff team. Half of us don't well, think well, that. Well, James, wait, hold on. There was actually a bet placed, though, in this on this as well. So there was a bet. I'll, I'll, let, them, I'll let them talk about the bet. We have a bet within. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this was just – this was just literally stealing money. Let's, from let's have Dale take it over again. I mean, I'm not going to take this over, but 
after week one, when the Lions won, Jack bet me that the Lions would make the playoffs. And I the Lions them, lost week one. Or week two when they won? When they beat the Commanders. Yes. When you thought they were good after beating the Washington Commanders, who are probably the worst team in the entire league. So, yes, week two. You're right. Jack bet me that he, the Lions will make the playoffs. And I just – I was willing to put up whatever, whatever amount of money Jack wanted. $50 we each agreed to bet on. So then he agrees to the bet. I show him the odds on DraftKings, and they're plus 300, and now he's trying to retract the bet. So I want to know, fans, what do you guys think? Should Jack's bet stand or should it not? Let us know in the comments. Well, Jack, stand your – you know, give your case right now. What do you think should happen? Well, first of all, I'll stay my, I'll stay my Lions things in a second, but I think we need to make an E60 about Ryan Baylor for this show. The guy's taking over. But the Lions – the Lions have scored the most points in the league. They've lost two, two games. They were beating the Vikings by four points with two minutes left in the ball. Didn't get a third and four. Tough break. Kirk Cousins had a good drive. They lose to the Vikings at home. I think the, or the Vikings were home that game. I think the Vikings are a very good team. Um, people overreacted when the Eagles blew them out. Um, last week, the defense just fell apart against the Seahawks, but I mean, that offense, that offensive line is top, top three in the league. They're ridiculous. DeAndre Swift, when he's healthy, is a dog. Jamal Williams has even been good because that line's just that good. And golf has been making plays, dude. I mean, that offense is sick. Defense is a question mark. The reason I was saying they're making the playoffs is I think they can easily get a wild card spot because the NFC is very weak, in my opinion. I mean – they're going to be competing with teams like the Niners and Cowboys um, who have been who have a better defense and all. But offensively, they blow the Niners away. Um, I think the Cowboys um, have had a little bit of uh, some flukeness with their three and one start. But I mean, the, the Lions could easily make make a wild card run without a doubt. I mean, I would say if their if their defense was even somewhat competent or to an NFL level, I would agree. But you're letting up 48 points to the Seahawks and the low, the least amount of points you've let up is 27 to the commanders. Like we might see 150 points whenever they play the bills or dolphins. Like it's going to be rough. I saw a stat on bleacher report today that lions overs are going over by an average of 21 points through four weeks. (laughs) That defense is actually pathetic and they have no chance of making the playoffs this year. No matter how good their offense is, football's two-sided. People som- sometimes forget that. Baylo, I believe uh, I can quote you from earlier and say it's only week four. Yeah. It's not to react. I mean, it's hard not to overreact to a team that's literally giving up 48 points to the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, your Buccaneers' top defense gave up around 48 points, huh? To the Chiefs. You think that's a little different? 48 points, brother. 41 points. The Colts held him to 17, I believe. The Colts defense is good. We better we better switch a topic before it gets uh, – I, I love it. I love it. But yeah, I mean, move, let's move to Jared Goff. I want to know where he stands in the NFL. Well, it, it matches up with the past topic. So Jared Goff, a lot of the argument was if he is a good quarterback or not. Um, what do we think? Is he a bottom 10 quarterback? Is he in the middle of the pack quarterback? What do we think? So I don't really have a strong take on either of those two sides of the lines on Jack's or Baylor's side. I mean, I think the NFC, like Jack said, and I agree with this, is so weak that maybe the Lions make a run. I don't think they're as bad as Baylor says, but I don't think they're as like special as what Jack's coming from. But I just I, there's something about there's something about Jared Goff. I just I, I really don't like the guy. I think that even a guy like the guy from the Cowboys right now, Cooper Rush, I think he's just as good as him. I think Honestly, like I don't think Baker's that much worse than him. That's crazy to say. I don't. I don't like Jared Goff. I really don't think he's a quarterback at all. But that's just my. I think he's a very, very average. I think Jimmy G's better than him. I think he's a very average quarterback. Are, really are we watching like Jimmy the same G? NFL? I don't like Jared like Goff. CFL? What? I don't like Jared Goff at all. Are you talking about like Jeremy Goff? No, I, just, I really, I really just XFL don't or something. Who the fuck is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Jared Goff? I don't like him. I, I, I might start some problems, but I do not like Goff. Holy I'm not going to sit here and say golf's like an elite quarterback, but I've said time and time again, there's at least 
12 to 15 quarterbacks in this league, at least I can take, I would say I'll take golf over. If you take Jimmy G over golf, that is well, the Baker insane. one, actually, the Baker I take back. That was kind of the heat of the moment. But Jimmy G, I still want to stand by. But I do not. I'll take back. I'll take back Baker. I respect. I, Jimmy G's a little better than Baker, but I mean, golf. Golf's been putting up points, and I mean, I don't think his receiving core is anything crazy. Um, I mean, you got Garoppolo You got Garoppolo running out the back of his own end zone over here. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both not good, but I just, I just have a bad taste in my mouth in golf. I don't like them. Baylor, what are your thoughts on golf? I actually don't think golf is that bad. Um, I think he's – I mean, I don't, I don't know why we're having this argument. He's like 15 to 20 in NFL, like right in that range. He's not very good. He's not very bad. I thought I he thought he was ass. Which is I don't think he's ass, but I don't think he's good. I don't know what you consider ass. I think if you're bottom half the league, you're not very good. I don't know. I just think this is a waste of time, this debate. That, that's not what was said to Gruchetta. It's fine. It's fine. Um, all right. So let's move on to surprises in fantasy. Um, this has been like the weirdest year in fantasy. I fucking hate it. That's a weird year. Um, any any specific players so far, not thinking ahead right now, that has surprised us? I'm going to jump in real quick before I can get my, my worry before Bale takes over again. But. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump to a segment real quick, to the bold take segment. Just just for one, can I see my my bold take that has to relate to this topic? Yeah, yeah, cool? go ahead, All right, go I'd say I'm definitely a little bit shocked by how bad Kyle Pitch is playing right now, and uh, thanks, that'll that'll thanks, asshole. And thanks. that'll tie in that'll tie into my bold take here. Um, I think by the end of the season, I think Kyle Pitts will finish outside the top twelve as a fantasy tight end. I won't say fifteen. But that's pretty bad because the tight end category is where. Terrible, terrible category. Give me 11 tight ends better than Kyle Pitts right now. Right now, 11 tight ends better? That are going to be better than I mean, I have to look it up. But, I mean, the guy has had, like, what, three points, three points, one point. He's just very well, I think he even I, I agree with this take. Well, yeah, I totally I, agree with this. I don't think this is hot at all. I think it's pretty he hot considering 11 tight yeah, ends. I mean, considering he was drafted third. That's what I'm going to say. Considering his ADP was the third round, he's – <laughs> top it doesn't matter. Top. You said, yeah, but it's not finishing hot. top twelve. You have guys like Gerald Everett outscoring him by like significant numbers. One percent, one percent. I actually like that. I like that take a lot, Matt. I actually agree with that. I think this was a great take by Zlatan. Honestly, that's my take. Let's revisit this in a couple of weeks when Kyle. But you are saying that's your biggest Gerald surprise, though, Matt. Right now, Kyle Pitts is tight end eighteen. I don't think that's changing, honestly. I mean, considering throwing the football six times in a game, what makes it change? <laughs> Seven times. Seven times. Sorry. Seven times. And Drake London was targeted on 45% of those routes. I'm not saying it's like – I mean, Ginger could have known this, but, like, considering he's going to third round in most drafts, I mean, finishing outside of top 12 is pretty embarrassing. Let's just talk about how the, the money team is starting Drake London and Kyle Pitts in the starting lineup week in and week out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. We're not shitting on Ginger's team right now. I'm just. I'm just talking about. Hey, the Falcons put up a Hall of Fame 500 passing yard day. I beat all of your teams. So, you ever heard of Olamide Zacchaeus? I've heard of one. In well, let's let's get guys back on the lineup. All right. So, fuck you, Sonny. Um, back on anyways. back on topic, real quick. I think Jonathan Taylor's been the biggest surprise. I thought that O line was great coming into the year, and I thought he was the safest like 15 point a game guy um i thought he was one of the safer picks in the first round but besides week one the guy has not shown it it's still early but um i mean i'm just shocked at how lackluster his performance has been i don't really understand why i guess it's because matt ryan's there and they're trying to like run an offense more and like pass the ball and spread out but like and now he's hurt, but he's looked terrible when healthy. It's really bizarre. They have a pretty good offensive line, too. I totally agree with you. I really do. But also Jamar Chase. And Jamar is currently being outplayed by T. Higgins. So It's pretty much everyone who's drafted in the first round other than Jack's guy, Cooper Cup. I mean, I think Jefferson, he's been he's playing better, but he's not – you know, I don't think he's really done. I think he redeemed himself, yet. but yes. I, agree. I mean, the whole first round's kind of 
been sucky. I mean, Eckler finally looked like he was playing for an NFL roster, but that's been one of three weeks, one of four weeks. So I mean, you say it's a weird year. That's not even just Eckler. I mean, Kamara, Cook, Najee, all these top picks besides, like you said, Cup and I guess Henry recently. I mean, none of them have been performing. So, I mean, I had the eight pick. And I took Najee, but nobody McCaffrey's else. McCaffrey's playing all right. McCaffrey's starting to play good now, but like none of those Derek dogs, Henry, they're both playing fine. Yeah, he said Henry. But like none of those top no. dogs have been playing good football right now in this first round. Nobody. Yeah, the only other guy I wanted to bring up was Joe Mixon. I mean, the guy gets 25 to 30 touches a game, and he's literally averaging 2.5 yards per touch. It's literally pathetic what the guy's doing. He's so not explosive at this point. And I have him on a fantasy team, and he's literally very frustrating to watch. I mean, when I, when you're getting that many fucking touches in the NFL and you literally cannot run the ball for more than three yards, good God. Fucking run to my hip, Ryan, honestly. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mixon sucks. They all suck, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I'm going to name a quarterback – and a couple other quarterbacks in that tier. And we're going to do like a round, round robin. So I'm going to start off with, let's go with Russell Wilson. Let's throw in Justin Herbert. Let's throw in any, Joe Burrow. any, any other ideas? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, let's do one more. How about Derek Carr? Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Russell Wilson. We'll start off with Russell Wilson or Joe Burrow. Burrow. Russ. Burrow. Two Burrow, Burrow, one Russ. Matt. Burrow. Three Burrow, one Russ. I think Russ is better. Can I hear why? Burrow's better from someone that said Burrow. I think Russ's play has just diminished so badly over the past two and a half seasons or so. He just doesn't have it. I mean, I I think, yeah. Burrow's got the stronger arm. I think at this stage, he's probably more mobile than Russ. And his teammates actually don't hate him. They actually love him. And they rally behind him. Russ is a freaking weird gospel boy. Oh, that's a good reason. All right, let's go. Joe Burrow or Derek Carr? Burrow. I think we're all going to say Burrow here. Burrow. I think there's an argument for Carr, but probably Burrow. He looks horrible this year. Spencer, what he thinks. All right, so we're all going to say Burrow. Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Herbert. Herbert. Just pass that one. That's that's obvious. I think Herbert's probably the best quarterback out of all these guys. Um, And then what's the last one? Is it Derek Carr or Herbert? It's Herbert. All right, let's do more of a debatable one. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes? Josh. Pat Mahomes. Whoa! No way. Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. If I'm starting a franchise right now, I want Josh Allen on my team over anyone. That's Jeff Baylor talking. Talk about Ryan Baylor now. I know Jeff Baylor loves Josh Allen. Who's Ryan Baylor like? I'm I'm telling you, I think Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. I am the biggest Josh Allen fan after he won me my my first fantasy Super Bowl. But if you just look at just from an accuracy standpoint, like I love Josh Allen. He's got all the talent in the world. But, like, he does at least once or twice a game make some errant throws. Mahomes is still that dude. And the, there were some question marks there when Tariq left and his number one receiver is known for TikToking more than catching passes. If you even count Juju as their number one receiver. I mean, their receivers are Juju, MVS, and whatever. And none of them are even going off. And Mahomes just continues to eat. I mean, the guy's a stud. Travis Kelsey. That's I mean, all I have Kelsey, to say. So, I mean, that equals like seven guys, but it's still Mahomes being good. No receivers, though. Yeah, but Kelsey's basically. I mean, Kelsey equals like. The I still world. think Mahomes is better. Than also good. I'm Team Mahomes on those two. 
Yeah. The only thing that I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes probably has a better arm. I mean, he he's probably more accurate, but rushing the ball, Josh Allen all day. He's, well, he's just bigger and more physical. He's a better runner, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's a better a runner, but right, and that's that opens a whole nother ball part of the game. But Mahomes is I mean, Mahomes like, is very mobile still. Yeah, that has an effect. I wouldn't say Josh Allen's better because of his running game. I, I'm not saying that. He has a bigger I, arm. I think he can throw the ball down the field better than – like Mahomes is way more accurate. But no, I don't think it's mature either. I think Mahomes Allen is, is unbelievable. Allen is the biggest arm in the league. Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, you can look at it. Look at it this way. In that Dolphins game, I don't know if you saw that fourth and goal. He had his guy open, and I'll tell you one thing. Patrick Mahomes, especially in that moment, is not missing that throw. Agreed. Yeah, he missed that throw. That's that's true. Agreed. Agreed. It was, very, it was like a flat route too. It was like very very doable throw. I don't know. They're two goats. They're two legends. They're one a one. I mean, yeah, they're they're the two best in the league without a doubt. They're both better than Lamar, even though Lamar is a superstar. But Josh Allen is a freaking monster. But I would take Mahomes over Allen. Things can change. That's going to be All the right. new Peyton versus Brady for the next decade. We are in so, I'm pretty sure we all think Mahomes is better than Lamar. Um, but I'm interested to hear about the Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson debate. Because I think it's way closer than people say. Come on. Are we yeah. actually this debate? You can't tell me you don't have to like at least think about it. You you're you think it's like that clear kind of a debate. I think and it's watched Lamar clear, Jackson uh, this year with I have watched Lamar Jackson, he's unbelievable. But Josh Allen is on a different pedestal than Lamar Jackson. I will say this. I think – I don't think Lamar's ever had any help. I think Mark Andrews is unbelievable. He's right up there with Kelsey. But then you look at his secondary, like, help. Throwing over shot Bateman. Duvernay and Bateman. I, like, are, I'm not taking any way, any way from what Josh Allen's saying about him. But, like, isn't Lamar like the Shea Otani of football right now? He's rushing the ball. He's, like, top five in rushing. And he's top five in – he's doing unbelievable things right now. And I, I used to be like – MVP. I mean, Allen is also oh, he is. He's a MVP I mean, candidates. Hundred percent. I mean, the guy, for quarterback, to, for quarterback to be rushing at a top five level and throwing it—I mean, that's just ridiculous. That is absolutely insane. I'm not I mean, saying Josh Allen, whatever, but I mean, you have to at least credit and, and think about that argument because just because that's that. Oh, I think to Bale's point though. To Bale's point though, Josh Allen can run the fuck out of the ball too, and I honestly think. I mean, Lamar is a top five quarterback easily right now. Maybe top three. He, he might be that third guy, honestly. Um, yeah, but I think the gap between – I think the gap between Mahomes and Josh Allen is slightly closer than the gap between Lamar and Josh Allen. Matt, did you say you think he's number three? Who, Lamar? Yeah. For, we're talking about fantasy right now, right? No, quarter – just in general. Quarter. Oh, no, I like Rodgers. We're no. not talking fantasy. Regular right quarterback. What? We've been oh, talking like, about like, quarterbacks like, the whole time. I like – well, then, yes, yeah, st- I'm, I'm always on Rodgers. That's me. But you can't tell me Rodgers is having a – come on. No, he's not having a better year by any means. But I still have to have Rodgers in the morning. Honestly, I'd, to it. right now I'd still – if I'm a playoff team, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers than Lamar Jackson. Okay. Me as well. That's why you're not – Head coach uh, TV. That's, that's a crazy yeah. statement. I, I will I, say this. I, I hate on Rodgers too much. Also, I don't know what you, you're like. Talk about recency bias. You were freaking out on Rodgers. Recency right now, bias. I mean, the MVP of the league once. Lamar Jackson is not the rookie coming. He's not Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying Jalen's bad, but Lamar's proven and established. I will say this. I think that if you stick Lamar on the Packers, they do worse. I think if you stick Rodgers on the Ravens, they do better. I don't, like Rodgers has like, Rodgers throwing to Mark Andrews wouldn't be fair. Lamar wouldn't have a single person to throw to on the Packers. He just wouldn't. He doesn't no, have that big body guy. But he would he'd have run the ball. Like oh, he'd run run the ball yeah, he'd dogs. run the ball even more than Jones and, and Dylan combined. Dude, I would rather have Rodgers as my quarterback. However, if you give me a team like the Packers or Ravens with no real weapons, Mark Andrews is a stud, but they, the receivers are awful. The Packers have Make a wish receivers. Literally, I honestly think I would rather have Rodgers a hundred percent. However, if you put Lamar on the Packers right now, I swear to you, they're a better team. I, I see you, that. Why do you say running game is I'm curious because because Lamar doesn't rely on weapons to be good because he can he can run better than ninety five percent of running backs. Yeah, the guy can true. put up over hundred yards every game. 
Rodgers is a better quarterback, yeah. but there's nothing you can do as a pocket passer like him if no one gets open. I don't care how good you are. He's standing back there and no one's open. The Ravens like, have better weapons than the Packers, though. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah, receiver. I think both teams get better if they switch spots. In those rare positions, because they're the two teams with the worst weapons, worst receivers in the league, yes. However, if you're talking about a team like Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, any oh team. Oh, my God. If the Eagles had Aaron Rodgers right now, it would be, be – I mean, first guess not. Now. You're a genius. I'm just saying any team with competent weapons, Rodgers easily – but a team like the Packers with no one to throw to, I'd rather have Lamar for sure. But doesn't that prove that Lamar is better than Rodgers right now? Because you're basically saying Lamar would be better on the Packers. And I honestly think he'd be like he would be better than Rodgers would be on the Ravens because of what they have. And the fact that he's able to do that, be a dual threat quarterback without any weapons, should really prove that he's a better quarterback. Mark Andrews is a fucking weapon. You guys don't have to retarded. Mark yeah. Andrews is a fucking force. But the Packers yes, are one of the best have... one games in the league. I also think Bateman's a weapon. Yeah, Bateman's, Bateman's a very good no, he not. But he's not a wide receiver one. Exactly. No, but yeah. Andrews is a stud. I think, I think in the next two or three years, you guys will say Bateman is a borderline wide receiver one. Okay. I, that's Look, a high the future a lot. There's nothing to really prove that. Like, maybe. But there has. Week one and two, he had literally two weeks in a row where he went off. No, but – you're telling me Rogers is going to Christian Watson and fucking Romeo Dobbs. Romeo's actually not I, the Packers have worse receivers, obviously, but I'm saying no I can name about 25 teams, 20 to 25 teams with better weapons than the Ravens. I mean, there's a debate. That, that's definitely a debate. I don't know about that. Can I don't you know about other that. teams that just rattle off some. <laughs> you want me to actually go through because we're gonna be doing this for a while. I honestly like the, I mean, it's, it might take a while, but I hear it. Uh, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, dude, we don't, we don't the Bears. It's going to take too long, but I could name at least 20. You think the Bears have better weapons? No, the Bears suck. <laughs> okay. Let's just get, keep going. All right. The Eagles have better weapons. The Redskins have better weapons. Um, the Bills have better weapons. The Chiefs have better weapons. The Chargers have better weapons. The Broncos have better weapons. The Seahawks have better weapons. But let's say who has worse. Who has worse? Okay. What do we think about Atlanta? Atlanta? Atlanta has better weapons. Than no. Better. no. Yes. That's close. That's, that's close. I don't know. I, actually, no. Fuck no. Mark Andrews is better than any of those guys by a ton. Fuck no. Well, I, I mean, Pitts. Pitts was a top five pick, so I, yes. I, actually, I actually will. I'll say that's a pass. And London is great. Yeah, but Bateman's also great. I don't know why. I, think, I don't know. Why, yeah, I don't know if Bateman's saying. I think Bateman's a great receiver as well. Actually, like, how, how about the Jets? No, not the Jets. They have, they have better weapons than the Jets. I don't know. Yeah, they're getting there. That's close. Aaron I don't know. Wilson looks good. Honestly, if you factor in, if you factor in running backs, it's the Jets. No. Are we factoring <laughs> in like pass Dobbins catch? Is so good. Overall weapons, and that matters. Dobbins was. Dobbins was great when his Dobbins is so solid. I think. He's very banged up. He's, he had all those serious injuries. I'm not so sold on him. Okay, like yeah. this is this is dumb. I mean, yes, the Ravens yeah, weapons. We can go on and on. The Ravens don't have great weapons. The borderline is the, the the thing is that Jack's saying, which actually is true. Lamar doesn't need weapons. He runs the ball. He's not which a makes him so player. great. He's a quarterback. He's he's a fucking running back. Oh, he, he's. That's why I love that. Lamar Jackson. I think he can win a Super Bowl. But I think he's in a tough position because he's going to have to go through Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes every year, and I don't know if he can actually get through those guys. I know. I mean, it, and also, oh, I mean, Rogers, Rogers is still like the guy. Like he's that dude. He he's gonna be he's gonna be back. And the fact that people are counting Tampa, I'll go back to that argument. Tampa and Green Bay will be there. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, they have to be. The NFC is so weak. It's going to be those two teams. Yeah, yeah. they have to be. That's not that hard. I mean, obvious, duh. Like, that's going to be those teams. <laughs> like, right. Who else would it I'm be? I'm saying they have legit chances to win the whole thing. Yes. I'm not, I'm not counting either. Obviously, either. the NFC sucks. NFC sure. sucks. They're both, like, mid. I mean, the Niners are good. The Vikings are good. The Rams, nah, they're not good. <laughs> Their own ones are awful. Rodgers is still the guy. Other teams will step up. There's Dallas is Dallas is right there. You never know. Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles. I mean, yeah, you credit credit to the Eagles. I mean, they are the hottest team and they are the best team in football right now. 
And yeah. I said that at the start of the podcast. I don't think they're the best team in football. I think that's wrong. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Best team in NFC. I, I think that's as well. I think the Chiefs and, and Bills are better as well. Yeah. Let's keep the topic right here on the I Eagles. still would make an argument for Green Bay and Tampa over, over Philly. No. Philly's played the Redskins, the Lions, and the Jags. That is true. That is true. Come that's on, big. guys. Like, all right, all right. Big. Yeah, the Packers, the Packers, who you're saying, got blown out 24 to 7 against the Vikings. Week the one Vikings Packers. Yeah, week, one, week one Packers. That's known. That's a known thing the last two years. Oh, okay. you can't, I'm, I'm just, you're being a bit biased here. They struggled against Bailey Zappi. Come on. Yeah, that, the third streak. They went to overtime They almost lost Zappi. that game. Did you, I know you're you telling me. The I know no, you're not a hate the fucking yeah. right now. They almost lost Hold the Bailey Packers. The Jags last week, the Jags last week, when they beat the Chargers, and not just beat, they royally fucked the Chargers, who a lot of people said could win the Super Bowl this year. They destroyed the Chargers in L.A., traveling across the country, and everyone sung their praises and said, wow, they actually done something with the Jags. They got a good team. And then the Eagles take care of business, even though they have a 14 lead. And it's like the Eagles have beat no one. We fucking I never said that. I, I, dude, I came with the first thing I said on this podcast was the Eagles surprised me this year. I'm not. I know, but I'm saying I hate the argument that they haven't played anyone. I mean, they they really haven't. I don't. I don't think they've played that many. I mean, the Vikings were a good test. That was very four zero. That's all that matters. I mean, four zero. It's tough to be four zero in the NFL. That's the bottom line. Yes, the Eagles are a very good football team. I think when it's all said and done, you're going to see Tampa Bay and Green Bay step up, and I think. Those two teams are still better, but that's just my opinion. Okay. I'll let someone else go. I already know. You guys know my opinion on that. So yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not football, though, it's any given Sunday, like any, like, yes, you could say the Packers compete with fucking Zappy, but like, that's what's so good with the NFL. If any team, any fucking win, like any given Sunday is, is up for grabs, but the Eagles are legit and they are definitely the best team in the NFL. They do have, I think what the 30, the, the easiest schedule in the NFL, right? Right, Jack? The easiest schedule in the NFL. The Eagles. One up the easiest. Okay. So far, the, I'd say out of the games they played so far, the Vikings were the biggest, most impressive win. I don't – I mean – Look, honestly, Jack, they haven't played – like the Vikings – like everyone keeps saying. They really the Vikings are legit. Played anyone besides the Vikings. The Commanders are shit. The Lions are a good team. Uh, I mean, the Lions are not great. Like, uh, you know, it's going to be – It's going to be interesting to see if they can keep – they look great. I mean, Hurts looks great. Their defense looks great, but they do have the easiest schedule in the NFL. That's why there's a little debate, but they are foreign. So we'll see. I'm I just saying, they... if you guys are going to talk – What was that? If you're going to talk about the Eagles not playing anyone, like I said, bring up the, the Zappy argument or Rodgers beat the Bears and it's he beat true. the Bears and the Hurts and the Patriots. Like, that tough schedule over there in Green Bay, they're 3-1. and one. Like, we're not. Yeah, they went into Tampa Bay and beat Tom without Brady. any of their weapons. Ginger, that defense is absolutely insane. So you're fucking stupid. It doesn't for matter. That. They were throwing the high They're school. So receiver. stupid for saying that. The Buccaneers defense is the top defense in the NFL. Going into Tampa Bay and doing that is very impressive. I don't care what you say. The Buccaneers didn't let up a touchdown before we idiot I'm sorry. The Buccaneers played the Saints with Jameis Winston, and they played down who went down. And then Cooper Rush came in unprepared the, on the fly. The I don't understand why you guys are so high on these teams that have been average this year. It's like, the oh, they Buccaneers have the history defense, of DeBron, the Buccaneers uh, defense, Rodgers and Brady. It's like, what? Yeah, whatever. Let's move on from this. This is so dumb. You're arguing about the future of the one. The one flaw I will say Green Bay has, and they need to figure it out, is their their rush defense has been really bad the last two weeks. Um, that's going to be an area that they can get exploited and. Potentially, Philly is the team to do that. So we will see. We will see. All right. Well, yeah, we're getting a little off track here. <laughs> so let's go to our fan submitted questions. I put out a uh, question box on my Instagram story. We had a lot of questions. So sorry if your question wasn't chosen. So let's ask them away. The first question Balo. This was asked by Ben Strauss. What team is your favorite? What are you the biggest fan of? The Boston Red Sox. That's known. Okay. The, ne- <laughs> the next question, Brian Carney. Shout out Carney, OG ATS fan. If you had a $1,000 wager and you had to place it right now on a team to come out of the NFC, he actually said this. I'm not just trying to cause an argument. 
Would you place it on the Eagles or the Packers? What do we think? The Eagles. Why? Packers. I think the Eagles. The team that can score passing the ball. So the Eagles. I'm going Eagles too. If I were to put a thousand dollar wager on a team to come out of the NFC, it's the Bucks. That wasn't the question, but I'm just good. telling you that's that, that's, my <laughs> that's good to know. Um, okay, Noah Adler, thoughts on the Ravens going for it on fourth down against the Bills? Good call or bad? I think it's a great call. Terrible. Is, I mean, this is all hindsight. Though. I think that you have the MVP that you said uh, front runner or contender. If you think MVP. You put the ball in his hands. You let him win the game. So I think it's a great call by Harbaugh. That's my terrible opinion. call. I think that was actually idiotic. If you have that little confidence in your defense, good luck winning the fucking Super Bowl. I would. I'm with him on that. You t- you take the points there. You just now, that that game that situation you go for it ten times out of ten. Out of and ten. And I understand if you're going against like the Bears, or the Commanders, your defense is going to get a stop. There's a minute really thirty left. The ball. You want to give the ball to Josh Allen with a minute 30 against your defense who had just given up scores like pretty routinely in the second half. I think you're at least holding to a field goal. Do you think the Ravens D would have stopped the Bills from scoring a touchdown there? I'm not saying I'm not saying I think that, but if you want to have any chance at winning a Super Bowl in this league, you have to have somewhat confidence in your defense. And so that'd be a good test for them. When I said but one you question. also see, like you also see with these AFC teams, look what happened with the Chiefs and Bills. There was four touchdowns in the last two minutes. You're not going to win a game by banking on Josh Allen to settle for three points on the last drive. It's not going to happen. Put the ball in the MV- the ex MVP's hands and let him score from the two. The way I knew he scored three points in the last drive. Didn't the Dolphins? Uh, not the Dolphins. Didn't the Ravens? Uh, let the Dolphins come back from like a 21-point lead in that fourth quarter like a week ago before that game. Like, their defense obviously showed they couldn't do it. Like, I mean, What's their the defense, literally, you said can they show? They just showed last week they couldn't do it. And uh-huh. the way I see it is – I mean, they just showed it. <laughs> if you do that, like, earlier in the game, first, second, third, even earlier fourth quarter, and you miss, you have time to get those points back. I think in a situation like that with how little time there is, I think you have to take the points there. No, that's that You guys would be both fired after week five at coaches. Well, it's a good thing I'm not an NFL coach then. You guys are both be fired in two seconds. Well, it's a good thing we were we weren't the head coaches because John John Harbaugh lost the game because of that decision. And I can guarantee yeah. Ryan Baylor would be fired after week six of the NFL. Not I can guarantee you if they kicked the field goal, it would still be a Bills victory. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't you know. One hundred percent. You never know. They they could make a stop. <laughs> they didn't do it last week against the fucking Dolphins. Twenty-one points in one quarter. I'm I'm not saying their defense is good. You're taking this out of proportion. I don't care what you're saying. They would have scored. And they would have lost the game. <laughs> okay. Next All question, right, let... <laughs> Okay. Um, this one is asked by Jack Weissman. This is specifically for Matt Flanagan and Ryan Balo. Help ATS. I need a lock for this week or a future. What should I do? <laughs> well, can I just first start off by saying, I mean, the vault, the vault is the guy to ask. The vault is the guy to ask. This guy just, you know, day in and day out on the sharp side. He knows what to do. He knows what the play is. He knows when to hammer, when not. Give yeah. your pick, bro. Zlonicky, <laughs> tell us about your parlay last night, bro. I had a big, I had a big one. I had a big six team, same game parlay, but uh, I'll let the vault tell you his lock first. No, I want to hear your lock, bro. My lock this weekend, I actually haven't looked at the slate yet, to be honest with you, so I can't answer that yet, Weiss, you have to wait on that. I haven't looked yet. You can go ahead first, Bela. Someone's phone's going off. Yeah, it's my phone. I'll turn it off. <laughs> um, I haven't even looked at the slate, but I think it's a good, good bounce back spot for Tampa Bay to actually go in and destroy Atlanta. So, I mean, that, that seems like a good – Good spot to be in at eight points. But I, I don't handicap games on what is it, Wednesday? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I don't I don't I don't handicap games this early. You'll have to call my phone Monday. <laughs> right, what do you call, think, James? Uh, James, what's your lock? We'll, we'll let him know to call you back. 
Does Caleb control the Vegas lines? My lock. Uh, I'm going to take a look. Kyle Pitts over one and a half receptions. (laughs) No, Javante Williams over yards. Um, I'm gonna go oh, with um, injuries. Come on, that's I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go on, with. JJ. I'm gonna go with Commanders money line this week as my lock. Weissman, if you're listening to this, tell your bookie right now you want to put that in. Put that on your slip right now. I don't know why they couldn't help you, but I got you, bro. All right, last question. Got a lot of faith on the worst football team in the league. <laughs> that's fucked up, bro. Javante, come on. Okay, uh, last question. This one's for Brandon. This was an anonymous user. Why doesn't the ATS podcast talk about hockey enough? And can you give us some thoughts about what you think for this season? I don't know, man. Uh, To whoever it is, thank you for the question. But, you know, it's not hockey season now. And the biggest market is the NFL. We all love NFL. I could do a special, though, if you submit another anonymous question. You're not going to give any answer? Give him like a little preview, bro. Like, give him something, bro. Yeah, what, was que- what was the question? I thought it was just, answer. why don't we talk about NHL? You wanted your thoughts on like the season. What's your thoughts on the season? Who do you like? What do you, What's your yeah. thoughts going in? Oh, Caps, obviously. Real, like, do you think the Caps are going to win the Stanley Cup? What are the actual oh, thoughts? No, but they very well could. So who do you think's going to win? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to look at the favorites, I think. I think Tampa's obviously up there again. I think Colorado could run it back. It's the usual favorites. I mean, those two I like a lot, from one from the East, one from the West, but we'll see. I'm excited. One week left. Can we talk about odds for Giselle versus Brady? Who's going who's gonna to date who? Yeah, but yeah, how about you give us, like, your um, the money lines of, you know, like Kim K minus 1,000 – Whatever we did. Yeah, Baylor, can you pull up those? There's got to be odds, but there honestly, odds, I'm going to say this. The way Baylor's been talking about braiding the Bucks, I'm starting to raise the question, what is his money line? <laughs> What's his money line for what? The Brady rebound. Oh, he's 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The question, I, don't I don't think that's what he asked, but it's the next question. Next question. Uh, <laughs> 10 to 1. We heard it 10 to 1. What are you talking 10 about? 10 to 1. That's the bet. All right. So to wrap this crazy podcast episode. No, up, no, no. We need to talk. We need Bale's to talk. Look up the odds, actually. I'm trying to find the odds. I, just, I thought you make the odds. Halo, I don't think any of us are aware of the 30 to 45-year-old dating scene right now. So there's actually odds. I just got them pulled up right now. This is coming from Sports Betting Dime. The I favorite, guarantee you don't know anyone on that list. Fa- uh, you'll know that you'll know the first name. The, the favorite, the favorite at thirteen to one is Taylor Swift. The next best at fifteen right, to close one. Close this tab. What the fuck? No, this is unbelievable. Wait, Jennifer, can we just one more real quick over this fucking dating bullshit. Can we just say one more thing real quick? Let him go. Let him go. I right, Sorry, it. sorry. Jennifer Aniston at twenty-five to one. Kim K at twenty-five to one. Adriana Lima. I don't know if you guys know her, but she's so fucking hot. 15 to 1. Allie Berry, 26 to 1. Bro, Lindsay Vaughn, oh 27 to 1. All right. Uh, right. right. I got to Can I say one more thing real quick? We don't have to give a reason or just like a, like a long explanation, but I just want to hear updated like Super Bowl picks. Just That's what t- I was actually going to ask to close this out. Good question, Z. Oh. Super Bowl pick. The people want to hear... Who we're picking for John Brady's next girlfriend? Right. Jim, start it off. What do you think? Two pick. Let's go. All right. Based off of what I've seen right now, you know, I think I really think this is Josh Allen's year. I think if they don't come out of the AFC, it's going to be the Ravens. I think one of them win the Super Bowl, but I think the Bills are looking just as dominant as we thought they would be, which is not that surprising. Coming I'm from going, a guy that just said Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. Bills, the Bills team is better than the Chiefs team. Well, I'm going Bills, Niners. Bills come out on top. Bills, oh Bucks. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Bill. Bills, Bucks. Bills win. Jack? Honestly, I, I my pick at the beginning was Bills. The Chiefs Bills could go either way, but now that the Chiefs finally have that running game kind of figured out, I like Chiefs Eagles. Doug or uh, Andy Reid 
rematch against Philly, and the Eagles win. That'd be a good game. Andy Reid versus old team. Chiefs Packers. Who wins? Packers. Wait, going back to what Bale was saying, though, I love – I actually love Jennifer Aniston 25 to Jennifer 1. Jennifer Aniston, dude, 26 to 1. We need to find a book. That seems way too easy. All right. On that note, thank you all for tuning in. We'll let you know about Tom Brady. We'll keep you updated with those lines and who he's bagging next. But thank you for tuning in for Season 2, Episode 3 of the ATS Podcast.